How's everybody doing? This is Ty Oden, your favorite chef. Just sitting here on a snowy Wednesday, right here in wonderful Detroit, Michigan. I've got to decide to snow, so everybody's freaking out, but hey, you know, the salt trucks are about to come out here, clean streets, my cat So today's a good day. Let me just um, put up a Brand new story about um, having fireball shots with the monster. A lot of you guys know that I am a very big wrestling fan. For those of you that do know, I'm a very big wrestling fan. And so, yeah, so, you know, I'm also tipping the usual. That's what I love about this. So, stay on this one. Tyrant curry wings. Got some chicken wings, some sauce. Well, I'm about to get you fireball shots of the monster. Now I get off the subject. I just had to switch, I had to check on food. So, for these delicious Tyrant curry wings, I um, have some traditional uh, red curry in the cabinet. So, you know, I mix it up with some um, chicken broth and coconut milk. Have some uh, lemongrass puree. Yo, don't get me wrong. A lot of people don't use lemongrass in their food. We buy you some fresh lemongrass. Buy it. Buy it. Puree it. Throw it in the, throw it in the freezer. Label it. This is just one that's too sweet, you know. You know heavy garlic, heavy ginger, you know, some Thai basil. I use uh, half of the Carolina Reaper pepper for this dish. Now, what is the other ingredients? But I can show you all the secrets. But yeah, it's really good. I love it. But, um, but back to the story. So, for me being a very big wrestling fan, it tends to me like a lot of you know people on TV and. One person that happened to meet was Mr. Joseph Joseph Parks, also known as the Monster Abyss on Total Non-Stop Action TNA or Impact Wrestling, who is currently, I believe he's a producer or a backstage agent for WWE right now. I've been watching this guy like since I think like 2002. I was like, who the hell is this dude? This dude is like six foot eight, six foot nine. Just big as hell. So, I met him on the car that uh, one of the best wrestling companies here in Detroit, XICW. And I, like, you know, I just been wanting to meet him. And so, like, I don't know what was going on this day. I was just, oh my gosh. Like, I know like a lot of people back there say, yo man, yo, can this come out? I just wanna do a shot with him. Whatever, like I good thing, a good friend of mine. I won't say his name because I won't get in trouble for letting me come backstage. <laughs> let me come back there. I said, he says, hey man, you know, hey, let me get cleaned up because he just had one of the uh, 
brutal hardcore match with the most dangerous man in Michigan. Michigan wrestling, Michigan period, the notorious, the dangerous, the malicious. D.E.A. Malcolm Monroe II, who is also a big fan of this delicious cooking. If he was to hear this podcast right now, he was talking about saying, where my food at, bro? Yo, so, um, crazy hardcore match. And it was uh, Mr. DDA's birthday weekend, too, so that's what made it better. So I had a chance to come backstage. Ain't no like, I'm always concerned for having a flask on me. And I said, yo, man, I got this, I got this tequila here so we get a shot together. He come out and said, hey, man, let me get clean till I'm coming to the bar. Let's do a bar. So during this time, he was in Impact Wrestling. He was part of a tag team called The Decay with a guy named Crazy Steve. For one, I love a tag team because it just did not seem normal. Like, and their interest music was Marilyn uh, Manson's Nobody. So yeah, like that whole card was wonderful. Man. I want if I was supposed, I want to start posting podcasts on my YouTube page. And, I'm also going to post like little segments of the uh, of that show on there. Yeah, it was a great show. But so he finally came out, and it was just like I, I just felt like, okay, oh, yo, man, you know, he said, hey, thanks for the shot. Let me buy you a shot. Like, what? What you doing? He said, I drink Fireball. Drink a Fireball. I'm like, oh shit, I didn't have yet like. I, I like whiskey. I just don't like sweet whiskey. So, the Jack Daniels, cinnamon, and all that. Yeah. It's good for when you got a cold, make a hot toddy, you know, get some fireball, some lemon juice, some tea, some ginger, <laughs> some honey of agave nectar. Mix it up, you know? Yo, that's how we do it. But I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I get, I get to have a drink with Abyss. I have other stories about people I've drank with, had a blunt with, all that good stuff. <laughs> but, but yeah, so I was like, okay. And and he was just like, so what's your story? I was like, oh yeah, you know, everybody called me Chef Ty. He says, oh yeah, he's like, uh, I have some food you cook back there. That's just delicious. What's your story? So I was just telling him, like, you know, like I didn't get into like my full. Like, sometimes I jump to like a full life detail. Oh man, you know, I'm from here. I went to this high school. This is that. I was just like, oh yeah, well you know, I went to University of Akron for uh, for theater, but you know, I got my culinary certificate in, in Chicago. You know, love cooking, do do do, and he and we just like bonded so well. Crazy Steve came over. We did a shot, and we took a picture, and they was like, "Hey, that picture is for your own personal use." Right? I was like, "Yeah." It's like you cannot post it. This picture is not floating around nowhere. This picture is still in my possession. I told him, I said, "I, I said, I guess I have to wait. Uh, I gotta wait a couple more years." I said, "I'm going to post it online, but." It's, it's gonna be a long time, so. But yeah, like so, man. When I say this was one of the best times I had, like just doing shots, and we was like back and forth, drink for drink, shot for shot with each other. Like it wasn't like a dick swinging contest. Excuse my cussing. It wasn't any of that. It was just like 
we were like homeboys. Like we became homeboys with, you know, just doing shots together, <laughs> sitting at the bar, doing shots together, just talking about, you know, he was telling me about um how he was like a rep for like, you know, like, like hockey arenas and stuff and how, you know, just how he got into wrestling. I was telling him, I said, yeah, I heard the podcast when you was doing this. So, yeah, so, so we was up on each other. Like, yeah, I mean, we just always, you know, talked or whatever. Then I think I saw him, it's probably like three years ago. So I said, right now he works for WWE. So three years ago, and I had, so I, I always, so like I said, keep a flask. It's always filled with something. But when I saw he was gonna be on the card, filled that some bitch up with fireball. I was like, I was like, what's up? Mom's like, chef! Big old hug. That almost crushed me. You know, so like crazy Steve didn't remember me because he said he remembered so many people. But yeah, so you know, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I was like, can you do a shot right now? Ain't nobody looking. He's like, sure. Hope I'm not getting in trouble, but. Yeah, so me, him, and Steve, like, finish off my flask, did some shots together. You know, I had to work that night, too, so I didn't really stay for the show. I stayed for the, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was like a convention, you know. I think this was the first show at, uh, at Kobo in years, because, um, if you guys are wrestling fans like I am, look up Big Time Wrestling. Um, yeah, so this was like this was a great show. Um, before the show it was very controversial. You know, this was uh, the Jim Cornette Santina Morella incident. So, <laughs> yeah, I I actually left not even an hour before that incident happened. So. I got to meet Jim Cornette and um, also tagged him on Twitter because he's a good storyteller. Like, oh, man, Jim Cornette. Now I'm cutting into another story from Abyss to Jim Cornette. But I want to get back to Abyss on. Let me just finish off how cool Abyss is. Like, Mr. Joseph Park, you're good in my book. Thank you so much. I hope we can hang out again. It was an honor to do shots with you. And every time I tell people, like, I match you, they're like, whatever. I'm like, look, you got to see it to believe it. This man is one of a kind. He's not an asshole. I have met plenty of wrestlers who are assholes. I'm talking like, yes. Just blow a motherfucker off. But, yo, those parks is cool. Now let me jump into Mr. Jim Cornette on this same convention show. Because only thing, last, my last memory of seeing Mr. Joseph Park was... He's like, you got a bottle of water on you? He says, because I am straight. Yeah, yeah, I got I got him tipsy. Something I'm known for. I feed you and I get you tipsy. Please don't be mad. Please don't be mad at him, Mr. Promoter, so the of the show. I'm sorry. Y'all know that's that's something I do. I'm sorry. I'll I take five chops to the chest, whatever. I'm sorry. The show's still good, so. Well, yeah, so I met Mr. Jim Cornette, and um, and I was just standing in line. The line was long, and he was telling a story with every fan that came up, and it was like some of the best stories. Well, as he told a story, right next to him was uh Al Snow. Al Snow's another wrestler. He was uh, one of the wrestlers who got his toy kicked off of uh 
Oh, convenient, like Walmart, Target, Kmart, Shells. Because they had this gimmick of having, you know, uh, a mannequin head come to the ring. And it was called head. People, somebody was found it offensive or whatever, you know. It is what it is. Hey, listen. It's pro wrestling. Get over it. It's a gimmick. Y'all mess, y'all mess with the man's gimmick. So Al Snow, like that, who's a very funny guy. He was also Dan Severin's corner man, former um, UFC early early days UFC Dan Severin, who has a, one of the best MMA gyms in Coldwater, Michigan. Um, Dan Severin's corner man. So, so you know, so what, what was so awesome about uh, meeting Jim Cornette? Like, so I got to him, like, before I got to him, he was just telling his story. And I don't know what your story's about. And he's like, yeah, you know. And, you know, and I just, and I said, tell this motherfucker, do, do, do. And I was like, sometimes you got to slap a bitch, Mr. Cornette. That's right, big man. Sometimes you got to slap a bitch. So I tagged him on Twitter with it. It's like one of the best. And he loved it. And so I got to him. I took a picture with him. You know, I was like, oh, my gosh, yo. I used to watch Smoky Mountain Wrestling, you know, it came on this day. So I got to picture him. He said, you remind me of Ernie Ladd, and he did the Ernie Ladd promo. He's like, oh, my gosh, this is, you're not a performer. You're not a wrestler. Why are you not a wrestler? I was like, ah. said, I'm in my 30s right now. I'm, I cook food, whatever. He said, oh, my God, okay. Well, that's a good thing. He said, oh, man, thanks for supporting. And I bought his T-shirt. His T-shirt says, thank you, fuck you, bye, which is, will always be one of my favorite T-shirts to wear in the summer and springtime. Okay, wish I could wear it to work so people know how I feel, but whatever. So, yeah, so that was a very good convention. Um, I got to, like I said, I got to, like, shake hands. I mean, a lot of people, uh, uh, former legend Thunderbolt Patterson. Please, everybody I'm saying Google and, like, Thunderbolt Patterson, he uh, he had a good gimmick. Um, oh, man, I wish I could impersonate him right now. Because it's just funny. This guy had, like, the biggest gold tooth in his mouth. And he will just, like, best mic skills. He could sell a show almost better as Hulk, as, as Hulk Hogan. Um, got to meet him. Got to meet Mickey Doyle. Uh, let me see. Al Snow. Um, even give a shout-out to a lot of my boys that's here. Like, you know, Josh from Vados on the car. MM. Three, Malcolm Monroe III, who hit the most sickest 450 splash in the ring. Him and another monster, a Detroit monster who you will see soon in the ring, Mr. Dre Jacobs in the ring. They tore the show up. Dre Jacobs, for this boy to be stocky, that boy can move. And he had a graceful moonsault, which is a backflip into the ring. So, yeah. Um, I did not, did I cook for, no, I just dropped off food for this card. A lot of times um, I cook for a lot of the wrestlers for the cards. Um, I dropped off food. I dropped off some chicken wings. Oh, another monster was on the card. Mr. Congo Kong. You ever have a chance to get your Google machine, pause this, get your Google machine and Google Congo Kong. The six foot seven, I don't want to know know this guy's weight. Monster. 
I know this young man used to play some football back then, but the way he moves, I have seen some moonsaults, some somersaults. This big motherfucker can move. You know, so yeah, I didn't cook for this car. Well, he called me. You know, he needed some food, so I hit him up and dropped off some food. But the Cobo show after that, which was, I believe, last year, um, I dropped off, like, a lot of food. I was selling salmon dinners, you know, doing salmon dinners. Um, shoot, yeah, salmon dinners, loaded potato dinners. I did a Philly cheesesteak loaded potato. Um... I did like a traditional like loaded baked potato with uh like bacon, cheese, chives, like you know, I did turkey bacon because I don't eat pork, you know, so but yeah, everybody was supporting chicken wings. Oh, I I cooked up some food last year, but I think that's like year before last. Yeah, probably two years ago was the one with this and Last year, yeah, because my daughter was with me on that one. My daughter actually helped me cook. My daughter, Cheyenne, actually helped me cook for this show. So, yeah, we, we had some fun, you know. I don't know. Like I, said, I was just cooking my wings and just kind of popped up in my mind. So, let me just come on, do an episode, tell a story about doing fireball shots with the monster, former TNA world champion, tag team champion, cool guy abyss and you know say hey if you are in detroit i'm gonna hit you up on twitter hey let's do some more fireball shots and just talk about talk about the good times it was it was awesome meeting you mr abyss and mr jim Cornette, and um everybody that's listening if you heard me drop some names on the pod yeah come check hey google everybody you know Mr. Malcolm Monroe II, Mr. DBA, his son, uh, Malcolm Monroe III, who is like, uh, my opinion, a uh, chocolate Ray Mysterio. The boy can move. I mean, like, can move. Like, you got to, you know, if you watch one of his matches, that's all I want to say. He's like a chocolate Ray Mysterio without the mask on. Um, yeah. Dre Jacobs, I said his name. The mysterious Movado. Um, the person that opened up the show, I believe, was uh my boy Creep. I think Creep. I don't know who Creep went against because I was busy talking with Jim Cornette. But Creep opened up the show, and Creep is—he's one of the biggest soldiers in pro wrestling. Um, he—I remember he broke his ankle. I think yeah, he went through like a really bad. Ankle injury, I don't know if it was like this, this, his calf broke. Something broke where he could not wrestle for a while. He came back with vengeance and, you know, and I just know his brother, uh, Dr. Repsia, came back for vengeance with him. So um, it was a great card. Uh, I don't know if the soul taker was on there, Mike McMahon. But here I'm telling y'all, Google him. If you like pro wrestling, this is a... Uh, Something to Google, you know. So, yeah. Well, I'm about to chow down on these wings and take a quick nap because I have to do a midnight shift tonight. And I just thought, like, I'll share this story. Take care.
Hey, how's everybody doing? It's everybody's favorite chef, Tayo. But I'm coming live from work. <laughs> uh, I got some pre-recorded episodes uh, that I'm going to be posting. Um, I've been interviewing people and talking about like other little series subjects. I'm just trying to learn how to work uh, work this podcast. Join uh, out. It's been my dream to do something with journalism, but you know, like, I always got a story to tell, so, um, like, the last, uh, one I posted about doing fireball shots with a monster, the, uh, pro wrestler, the monster abyss, I thought, you know, since, uh, it's streaming right now, I said, let me, got another crazy story to tell, as a lot of people know that I'm a very big wrestling fan, and being a big wrestling fan comes a lot of stories. So over this past weekend, um, I just did a, uh, I didn't do a show, or go to the show for sure. It's supposed to be a ring crew, because I sometimes do ring crew for like a lot of uh, pro wrestling shows here in the Detroit area. But uh, I was out and about. Lady, I would not give her government name up because I want to like mess with her, Google her, or Facebook, and everything. But she goes by the name of Dot. A very beautiful brown sugar babe. <laughs> no, she's, she's a very beautiful woman. Um, Exploded to a friend's party, and while I'm out and about, I ran into Benny and Sunny Scarbroni. They are, I know they have plenty of titles. In, um, in Michigan, in Ohio, Illinois, and all that independent. So it's pretty cool to like run into them, and I won't jump to a whole bunch of funny stories. But, um, you know, I jumped to like, I always used to mess with they, they were the bad guys, they were the heels of the show, and I always uh, yell and say, fuck pizza. Sonny Scarbroni, biggest comeback ever. That fuck chicken. I swear I just quit I just started eating uh, meat again, but I was a vegetarian for a while. I bust out laughing like, how do you know I love chicken so much? It was the best comeback ever. So yeah, love it. Yeah man, we sat back, we did some um, No, we did shots of Maker's Mark whiskey. At a Cuban restaurant in downtown Detroit. Turned out to get that much publicity because I did not enjoy working there back in 2005. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was fun, man. We always talked about life, talked about children, our kids, man. It was great. You know, we talked about, you know, wrestling. Uh, they were saying that they just came from um, another uh, pro wrestler. They just came from this. Uh, I Dyson Price. I remember him back when I was like, I was, I was in high school. You know? I saw him. I was in high school and college when I saw him. But I do remember him like here in Michigan um, at Section 8 Wrestling. Yes, that was the name of his wrestling federation. Section 8 Wrestling. And he would talk, oh my gosh, he talked so much shit to me. Really cool guy, and St. Clown Posse fan too. From we always talk, 
I think uh, the Amazing Jackal Brothers just came out. That album just came out, so we'll just talk about that. So yeah, so it was pretty cool, you know. He kind of reminds me of like uh, Rhino, the rest of Rhino. He's from uh, Detroit too. Uh, you know, he's ECW fame, WWE fame, Impact Wrestling, AWA, held world titles in ECW. NWATNA, yeah. Pretty cool guy. I saw him a couple times. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that, that was pretty cool. He reminds you of Rhino with like, with like a bus cut, like a John Cena haircut. You know, that guy, he got to go cut like. So, um, Pretty cool. That's pretty cool thing to go through. Um, but it's just, just chop it up with them or whatever, you know. So now, so some of the things that are trending in the world of pro wrestling, I should just cut into it. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, Jim Cornette. That's something me and the.
I did say I had on two other times. The third time was actually a good experience. It was just more so of a handshake. The second time, I met him. So I think this is, this, this store is going to kind of be everywhere. I told the story to like over 
start off. Everything is going to get better. I just want to thank you for listening and uh, helping me live out my dream uh, telling, telling my stories. Thanks. How's everybody doing? This is Ty Elton, your favorite chef. Just sitting here on a snowy Wednesday, right here in wonderful Detroit, Michigan. Evidently, it decided to snow, so everybody's freaking out, but hey, don't worry. The salt truck's about to come out here, clean the streets, about to have fun. We're going to enjoy ourselves. I said today's a good day. Let me just um, get up and random story about um, having fireball shots with the monster. A lot of you guys know that I am a very big wrestling fan, for those for those of you that do know me. I'm a very big wrestling fan, and, um, and so yeah, so I was, you know, I'm also cooking as usual. That's what I love about this. So today I'm making um, Thai red curry wings. Have some chicken wings, I thought. But I'm about to get two fireball shots of the monster. I'm not getting off the subject. I just had to switch, had to check on the food. So, so with these delicious Thai red curry wings, I um, had some traditional uh, red curry in the cabinet. So, you know, I mix it up with some um, chicken broth, some coconut milk. Had some uh, lemongrass puree. Yo, don't get me wrong. A lot of people don't use lemongrass in their food. If you do buy you some fresh lemongrass, buy it. Buy it, puree it. Throw it in, a, throw it in the freezer, label it. Yes, it does wonders to your food, you know. You know, with heavy garlic, heavy ginger, you know, some Thai basil. Um, I use uh, the Carol- half of a Carolina Reaper pepper for this dish. That would give you other ingredients, but I cannot tell you all my secrets to my food because I need people to buy it when I decide to open up a, a restaurant. But yeah, it's, it's really good. I love it. But, um, but back to the story. So, with me being a very big wrestling fan, tend to me like a lot of you know people on TV and um, one person that happened to meet was Mr. Joseph Joseph Parks also known as the Monster Abyss on Total Nonstop Action TNA or Impact Wrestling who is currently I believe he's a producer or backstage agent for the WWE right now I've been watching this guy like since I think like 2002, I was like, who the hell is this big? This dude is like six foot eight, six foot nine. Just big as hell. So, I met him on the card at uh, one of the best wrestling companies here in Detroit, XICW. And I, like, you know, I just been wanting to meet him and so like, I don't know what was going on this day. I was just like, oh my gosh, like, I know like a lot of people backstage say, yo, man, yo, can the best come out? I just want to do a shot with him. Whatever. Like, I 
good thing, a good friend of mine. I won't say his name because I won't get him in trouble for letting me come backstage. <laughs> let me come back there. I said, he says, hey, man, you know, hey, let me get cleaned up because he just had one a uh, uh, brutal hardcore match with the most dangerous man in Michigan. Michigan wrestling, Michigan period, the notorious, the dangerous, the malicious. D-B-A, Malcolm Monroe the second who was also a big fan of this delicious cooking. If he was to hear this podcast right now, he was talking about some, where my food at, bro? Yeah, yo, so, um, crazy hardcore match. And it was uh, Mr. DBA's birthday weekend, too, so that's what made it better. So I got a chance to come backstage. And, you know, like, I'm always notorious for having a flask on me. And he was like, I said, yo, man, I got this. I got this tequila here, so we did a shot together. He told me, hey, man, let me get clean to him. Come to the bar. Let's do a bar. So during this time, he was in Impact Wrestling. He was part of a tag team called The Decay with a guy named Crazy Steve. For one, I love a tag team because it just did not seem normal. Like, And their interest music was uh, Marilyn Manson's Nobody. So yeah. Like that whole card was wonderful. Like I, I want if I was to post, I want to start posting podcasts on my YouTube page. I'm, I'm also going to post like little segments of the, uh, of that show on there. But yeah, it was a great show. But so he finally came out and it was just like I, I just felt like okay, I said yo man, you know, he he said hey thanks for a shot. Let me buy you a shot. Like what? I said, what you drink? He said, I drink Fireball. Drink a Fireball. I'm like, oh, shit. I have yet, like, I I like whiskey. I just don't like sweet whiskey. So, the Jack Daniels, cinnamon, and all that. It's good for when you got a cold, make a hot toddy, you know. Get some Fireball, some lemon juice, some tea, some ginger. <laughs> some honey of agave nectar mix it up you know yo that's how we do it but I was like okay yeah you know I get, I get to have a drink with Abyss I have other stories about people I have drank with had a blunt with all that good stuff <laughs> but but yeah so I was like okay and and he was just like so what's your story I was like oh yeah you know everybody called me Chef Ty he says Oh yeah, he's like, uh, I had some food you cooked back there. That shit's delicious. What's your story? So I was just telling him, like, you know, like I didn't get into like my full like sometimes I jump to like a full life detail. Oh man, you know, I'm from here. I went to this high school, this is that. I was just like, oh yeah, well, you know, I went to University of Akron for uh, for theater, but you know, I got my culinary certificate in, in Chicago. You know, love cooking, do do do. And he and we just like it so well crazy Steve came over we did a shot and we took a picture and they was like hey that picture is for your own personal use right I was like yeah it's like you cannot post it this picture is not floating around nowhere this picture is still in my possession I told him I said I I said I guess I have to wait uh I wait a couple more years I said I'm going to post it online but it's, it's gonna be a long time so yeah, like, so, man, when I say this was one of the best times I had, like, just 
doing shots. And we was like back and forth, drink for drink, shot for shot with each other. Like it wasn't like a dick swinging contest. Excuse my cussing. It wasn't any of that. It was just like, we were like homeboys. Like we became homeboys with, you know, just doing shots together. Sitting at the bar, doing shots together, just talking about, you know, he was telling me about um how he was like a rep for like, you know, like like hockey arenas and stuff and how he, you know, just how he got into wrestling. I was telling him, I said, like, yeah, I heard the podcast when we was doing this. So yeah, so so we was up on each other, like, yeah, I mean, we just always, you know, talked or whatever. Then I think I saw him it's probably like three years ago. Like I said, right now he works for WWE, so Three years ago, and I had, so I, I always, so like I said, I keep a flask. It's always filled with something. Like when I saw he was gonna be on the card, filled that some bitch up with fireball. I was like, I said, "What's up, mom?" He's like, "Chef, big old hug." That almost crushed me, you know. So like, crazy Steve didn't remember me because he said he remembered so many people. But yeah, so you know, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, I was like, can you do a shot right now? Ain't nobody looking. He's like, sure. Hope I'm not getting in trouble, but yeah. So me, him, and Steve like finish off my flask, did some shots together. You know, I had to work that night too, so I didn't really stay for the show. I stayed for the uh, it was a. Uh, yeah, it was like a convention, you know. I think this was the first show at uh, at Kobo in years. Cause um, if you guys are wrestling fans like I am, look up Big Time Wrestling. Um, yeah, so this was like this was a great show. Um, before the show it was very controversial, you know. This was uh, the Jim Cornette Santina Morella incident. So. <laughs> Yeah, I I actually left not even an hour before that incident happened. So I got to meet Jim Cornette and um, also tagged him on Twitter because he's a good storyteller. Like, oh man, Jim Cornette. Now I'm cutting into another story from Abyss to Jim Cornette. But I want to get back to Abyss on. Let me just finish off how cool Abyss is. Like, Mr. Joseph Park, you're good in my book. Thank you so much. I hope we can hang out again. It was an honor to do shots with you. And every time I tell people, like, I met you, they're like, whatever. I'm like, look, you got to see it to believe it. This man is one of a kind. He's not an asshole. I have met plenty of wrestlers who are assholes. I'm talking like, yes. Just blow a motherfucker off. But, yo, those parks is cool. Now let me jump into Mr. Jim Cornette on this same convention show. Because only thing, last, my last memory of seeing Mr. Joseph Park was, <laughs> he's like, you got a bottle of water on you? He says, because I am straight. Yeah, yeah I got I got him tipsy, something I'm known for. I feed you and I get you tipsy. Please don't be mad. Please don't be mad at him, Mr. Promoter, so the, of the show. I'm sorry. Y'all know that's, that's something I do. I'm sorry. I'll... T- I take five chops to the chest, whatever. I'm sorry. The show's still good. So, but yeah, so I met Mr. Jim Cornette. And um, and I was just standing in line. The line was long. And he was telling a story with every fan that came up. And it was like some of the best stories. Well, as he told a story, 
right next to us, uh, Al Snow. Al Snow's another wrestler. He's uh, one of the wrestlers who got his toy kicked off of a uh, convenient like Walmart, Target, Kmart shelves because they had this gimmick of having you know uh, a mannequin head come to the ring, and then it was called head. People, somebody was found it offensive or whatever, you know. It is what it is. Hey, listen. It's pro wrestling. Get over it. It's a gimmick. Y'all mess, y'all mess with the man's gimmick. So Al Snow, like that, who's a very funny guy. He was also Dan Severin's corner man, former um, UFC early, early days UFC Dan Severin, who has a, one of the best MMA jumps in Coldwater, Michigan. Um, Dan Severance Cornerman. So, so you know, so what, what was so awesome about uh, meeting Jim Cornette, like, so I got to him, like, before I got to him, he was just telling a story. And I don't know what your story's about. And he's like, yeah, you know, and you know, and I just, and I said, tell this motherfucker, do, do, do. And I was like, sometimes you gotta slap a bitch, Mr. Cornette. And that's right, big man. Sometimes you gotta slap a bitch. So I tagged him on Twitter with it. It's like one of the best. And he loved it. And so I got to him. I took a picture with him. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, yo. I used to watch Smoky Mountain Wrestling. You know, it came on this day. So I got to picture him. He said, you remind me of Ernie Ladd. And he did the Ernie Ladd promo. He's like, oh my gosh, this is, you're not a performer. You're not a wrestler. Why are you not a wrestler? I was like, ah. So I'm in my 30s right now. I'm, I cook food, whatever. He's like, oh my, okay. Well, that's a good thing. Like, oh man, thanks for supporting. And I bought his t-shirt. His t-shirt says "Thank you, fuck you, bye," which is will always be one of my favorite t-shirts to wear in the summer, springtime. They wish I could wear it to work, so people know how I feel. But whatever. So yeah, so that was a very good convention. Um, I got to like I got to like shake hands, meet a lot of people. Uh, uh, former legend Thunderbolt Patterson. Please, everybody who I'm saying, Google and like Thunderbolt Patterson, he uh, he had a good gimmick. Um, oh, man, I wish I could impersonate him right now. Because it's just funny. This guy had like the biggest gold tooth in his mouth. And he was just like best mic skills. He could sell a show almost better as Hulk, as, as Hulk Hogan. Um, got to meet him. Got to meet Mickey Doyle. Uh, let me see. Al Snow. Um, even give a shout out to a lot of my boys that's here, like you know, Josh Vados on the car, MM3, Malcolm Monroe the third, who hit the most sickest 450 splash in the ring, him, and another monster, a Detroit monster who you will see soon in the ring, Mr. Dre Jacobs in the ring. They tore the show up. Dre Jacobs, for this boy to be stocky, that boy can move. And he had a graceful moonsault, which is a backflip into the ring. So, yeah. Um, I did not... Did I cook for... No, I just dropped off food for this card. A lot of times, um, I cook for a lot of the wrestlers for the cards. Um, I dropped off food. I dropped off some chicken wings. Oh, another monster was on the card. Mr. Congo Kong. You ever have a chance to go- get your Google machine, pause this, get your Google machine, 
and Google Congo Kong. The six foot seven, I don't want to know, know this guy's weight. Monster. I know this young man used to play some football back then, but the way he moves, I have seen some moonsaults, some somersaults. This big motherfucker can move. You know, so yeah, I didn't cook for this guy. Well, he called me. You know, he needed some food, so I hit him up and dropped off some food. But the Cobo show after that, which was, I believe, last year, um, I dropped off, like, a lot of food. I was selling salmon dinners, you know, doing salmon dinners. Um, yeah, salmon dinners, loaded potato dinners. I did a Philly cheese steak loaded potato. Um... I did like a traditional like loaded baked potato with uh like bacon, cheese, chives, like you know, I did turkey bacon because I don't eat pork, you know, so but yeah, everybody was supporting chicken wings. So I I cooked up some food last year, but I think this like year before last. Yeah, probably two years ago was the one with this and Last year, yeah, because my daughter was with me on that one. My daughter actually helped me cook. My daughter, Cheyenne, actually helped me cook for this show. So, yeah, we, we had some fun, you know. I don't know. Like I, said, I was just cooking my wings and just kind of popped up in my mind. So, let me just come on, do an episode, tell a story about doing fireball shots with the monster, former TNA world champion, tag team champion, cool guy abyss and you know say hey if you are in Detroit I'm gonna hit you up on Twitter hey let's do some more fireball shots and just talk about talk about the good times it was it was awesome meeting you Mr. Abyss and Mr. Jim Cornette and um everybody that's listening if you heard me drop some names on the pod yeah come check hey google everybody you know Mr. Malcolm Monroe II, Mr. DBA, his son, uh, Malcolm Monroe III, who is like, uh, my opinion, uh, Chocolate Ray Mysterio, the boy can move, I mean, like, can move, like, you gotta, you know, if you watch one of his matches, that's all I want to say, he's like a Chocolate Ray Mysterio without the mask on, um, yeah, Dre Jacobs, I said his name, the mysterious Movado. Um, the person that opened up the show, I believe, was uh, my boy Creep. I think Creep. I don't know who Creep went against because I was busy talking with Jim Cornette. But Creep opened up the show, and Creep is—he's one of the biggest soldiers in pro wrestling. Um, He—I remember he broke his ankle. I think yeah, he went through like a really bad. Ankle injury. I don't know if it was like this. His calf broke. Something broke where he could not wrestle for a while. He came back with vengeance, and you know, and I just know his brother, uh, Doctor Repsia, came back for vengeance with him. So um, it was a great card. Uh, I don't know if the Soul Taker was on there, Mike McMahon, but here I'm telling y'all, Google him if you like pro wrestling. This is a uh, something to Google, you know, so yeah.
Well, I'm about to chow down on these wings and take a quick nap because I have to do a midnight shift tonight. And I just thought, like, I'll share this story. Take care.